I just want to praise Glenn. This is brutal power, wrapped in an elegant machine. Welcome back, darling. Kingston Town can't win. He got checked, the champ. It's going to get desperate. But a champion becomes a legend. From, 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 the card leave in the pool. Eight holes months ago. Here he comes. Boom, right over the top. But out the bush, it is 15, lands clear. She'll have to pogo stick over the field to win from there. Strike me, pinky, thread at the eye of the needle. Can he stay up? This could be set up for something special. Cassidy has to pull the whip. It's coming again. That's Dix. He launches and wins. Welcome to the Racing and Sports Weekly Podcast. This is a mix of everything. This is a bit of the review, the punter's preamble, and a bit of a preview for the weekend. Joining me, as always, Adam Blanco. We'll follow up from last week, Blanks. We didn't get a chance to do the review. We're both out of action earlier in the week. But the top-rated last weekend, no surprise, comes from Japan. Yeah, or maybe no surprise, some surprise. Um, the Irish Derby winner did win by seven and looked pretty good west over there. But um, title holder, who's already won, he's already a title, wait for it, title holder. He's won the um, highest-rated horse for the weekend before and won it again, winning the Takarazuka Keenan and our old mate Euphoria. He's gone? I think he's done. He wasn't terrible. In fact, his rating improved from the Osaka high, but it didn't. He's still a long way. I mean, he was toweling title holder last year. So um, I think he was worth taking a leap of faith on there next time. Mm. Got a bit to prove now. Got a bit to prove. Um, but, yeah, in his, uh, he might be letting himself down a little bit, but his form's not, and title holder will go straight to the arc. Apparently, so um, once again, Japan are going to have some sort of uh, arsenal, some sort of arsenal going to, to there because they've also got Deduce, who I think goes straight to the arc as well. Rated 123, title holder 127, and the other Derby winners. So Westover, I've got running 124, which is pretty big. I think a few places might go bigger. Um, and, and Desert Crown 125, which looks more solid now that Westover's come out from behind him and done that. Hurricane Lane runs Sunday, Grand Prix de St. Clue, he's rated 125. And Vedeni runs on Saturday night in the Eclipse, rated 125. I think he might be, I think he'll probably stay at 2,000 metres. I think he's pretty quick, Vedeni. Um, but he does run in the Aga Khan's colours and he's French. So. So surely they um, consider it. And, of course, I'm forgetting. Very elegant. Who actually, off her arc rate, uh, her Melbourne Cup rating, isn't she'd be num- she'd be top rated, wouldn't she? Almost no, but she's mayor's a, allowance. No, no, I don't care about that. She's not <laughs> a um, she's not a complete duffer. Well, no, but she has done it um once there, and I put it this way: I'm not falling over myself to back her. But apparently, she's settled in beautifully, and she's smooth moving through the Shanti Forest. Who? Not the very elegant I've ever seen. Who who'd they get? Yeah, she um. She's a lot of things very elegant and a smooth mover is not one of them. I'd love to see a bottomless arc though because then, come on, mind you, her best ever performance. I was going to say, and she, <laughs> her best run's on a Rattler. So hopefully she can put it together. We had a message come through over the weekend from Prince Rubiton. He's got the spicy cough at the moment, so I'm happy <sighs> he's feeling better. But he wanted to know what did we make of the ride on no effort on the weekend? Too fast, but that's a good miss. 
So he pressed on a little bit too quickly and finished slowly. He was curling right up at the – as, you know, you could see. But um, Diagular and he's a shocker who are both going really well, good horses. Um, and they ran the time of the day at Caulfield there on Saturday. But they were actually finishing slower than par as well. So that was a classic case of it looked like they're launching late. They're just slowing slower. Uh, and, yeah, he went too fast. So he's the speed ratio is 96.4. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he's, he's – um, He's running on empty at the finish there and he's he's paid the price but for doing too much too soon. But that's as I said, that's a good miss. I'd much rather they miss that way. And jockeys miss the other way time and time again by further and no one bats an eyelid but when they go that way everyone blows up. I don't think so. I think if anything, the best way to ride winners would be to err on that side but it's also the way to cop heat from... Angry trainers. But if you want to see how to ride a free-rolling front-runner, there was a prime example. And we were just going to rush through this and preview next weekend, but I was like, no, no, no. We can't miss a chance to hand out the Colin Morikara Award when the winner, and a very deserved winner, is Mr. Glenn Schofield. Good Glenn. Good Glenn on Taxu. That, I mean, I'm not. I'm certainly not putting the boots into Lockie King for no effort, but that's how you do it. Glenn Schofield on Taxu. Oof. Oscar Zulo looks like Elvis. They're running plenty late on, but Glenn has stolen a march. Got plenty of horse left. Used him perfectly. Drew the absolute best you could possibly draw out of Taxu and um, and gets full reward for it because of the ride. He wins because of the ride. Yeah. That's, so, um, so I had a little look. And the last three months, Glenn's six winners in the last three months have come against less than four expected. Ooh. He is... A man on a mission, Glenn. A recovery mission. Back to the top. Glenn's back. Punner's pal. What a man. And what a ride. And while we're giving out awards as well. Yeah. Can't miss. And you know, we want to we want to take down the big guns here. Let's go after him. W Pike. The wizard. Our intrigue in Brisbane. Horrendous. Horrendous. Um finished very fast in a messy, horrible race. And my read of the splits is that going too slow has cost our intrigue winning. So, and missed par by the furthest. So, there you go. Taylor Pendrith, cop that. Can only blame one person. Yeah. Riding well, riding plenty of winners, but uh, you're only as good as your last Pendrith. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Looking forward, the top rated, no surprise, comes in the eclipse. What a race, but who will take the honour? Tell you what, the winter final gave it a... Nudge there with the Derby winner. No Derby winners. Oh, is there? No, no, no Derby winners in the uh, in the Eclipse this year. <laughs> but there is. Traditionally, you will find a Derby winner on the first Saturday in July. And it'll be at Sandown, Flemington this year. Yeah, the, uh, the power base of world racing is moving. And it's moving to final state at Flemington. But the highest rated horse is actually, well, the favourite is Vadeni, And I... You love it. Oh. Him. In fact, this is um, the two horses in the world right now that are hitting me square in the field centre more than any other. Run face first into one another here. Vadeni heads the market and Baybridge heads the ratings. But he was uh, off that rating, big rating, and wrestled at Ascot last time, Baybridge, by state of rest. But we turned around and handed Ryan Moore a Taylor Pendrith for the, uh, for the ride. Mm-hmm. Left with uh, no result for a lot of speed, a lot of running late on there. 
So that shouldn't have um, taken too much out of him, Bay Bridge. It might even be a perfect bridging run for Bay Bridge. Um, but Verdeni was, oof. Can you watch that replay of the French derby? Oof. Wow. And so that ignores Native Trail, who's a very cool horse. Mishriff, who was, I was convinced last year he was, what he achieved was, everyone seemed to sort of just gloss over what Mishriff did last year. It was magnificent. He beat a Aaron McKeenan winner on turf two weeks after beating a top class, or two top class dirt horses on dirt. I mean, that to do that. And then he went back to England and won a, Judmont International at York by a thousand metres. He's a, yeah, he doesn't get the love he deserves, Mishriff. And then Alan Kerr, who is reportedly coming here, looking at um, the Cox Plate, considering that, and has beaten State of Rest. So that's probably the way a lot of trainers would look at things. They'd see that little line and think, ah. And Mr. William Haggis, one of the world's best trainers, and is, yeah, he'd be paying him some, some fair respect if he heads down. But so good is the Eclipse that he's not even in the first four ratings-wise or market-wise for Saturday. So, yeah, Baybridge will be the highest-rated horse. And Vedeni right in the field centre. What a clash. So your two kids are duking it out. Mm-hmm. He's you always act- got a favourite kid. Who, yeah, who are you actually I think, uh, pushing for? Mm, who do you want to see we're not betting-wise? Uh, I am... At those prices, I'm backing Bay Bridge. My hands are tied. Yeah. It's actually nice. The, the early market is lovely. I hope that holds up because it just completely ties my hands and I back Bay Bridge and it's not my responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> Last thing you want to be is responsible. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I've got to do what the numbers say, mate. Um, but when Vedeni wins, I'll feel real sick about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's your favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got a... Um, yeah, that win just kept me up nights, that French derby win. Oof. So is he the best three-year-old anywhere? Uh, I have him and Desert Crown rated the same, and they're a bit better than De Deuce. So in your, we've got all four Northern Hemisphere derbies in the books now, mm. or German derbies actually this weekend. And a Philly won the Czech derby, as I'm sure everyone's fully aware. Everyone would have gone over their uh, results You'd- results from Prague over the weekend and noticed that the Czech equivalent of the 1,000 guineas winner turned around and won the uh, Czech derby. Philly wins the derby. Wow. Big late splits too. Do you know off the top of your head, when was the last time a Philly won the Czech Derby? I'm looking that up as we speak. <laughs> um, but yeah, German Derby, I suppose, rounds us out this week. But Fardeni, 125, Desert Crown, 125, and Deduce, 123, and we're now Westover, 124. So all four really good Derby winners. Um, Deduce probably more, probably sits more in the normal range yeah. for Japanese derbies, whereas the others all sit in the, well, actually the Epsom Derby winner's normal as well. Vedeni maybe a bit better than normal French. It looked the best. Yeah, and very rare for as you know we talk about running French where they you know very rarely that was it was a strong gallop throughout. So the time is just rapid. Yeah, huge time, and that helps him put that big margin on. Obviously, but um, he still put it on mm. and poured it on. And Sumi's blowing kisses at the furlong. Yeah, there's a lot to like. I'm terrified. Of walking in and betting against him on Saturday, but you hands are to. tied. Have to. Yeah. Speaking of derby winners, the Dunno, Serpentine, your day. He is the Dunno, isn't he? Well. But I tell you what I do know is that at 50s, you probably afford to back him. Have to. So I'm uh, pumping the the tyres, only a little bit tongue-in-cheek, I must say. I do love this day, good and proper. Yeah. But um, 
So I was on Bensley this morning to just to give it another little rev up. How could I say no to a, a chance to promote the great day? Um, and of course, he's just tapped straight into Lloyd Williams' pocket. So I'm talking, I'm rambling on about Serpentine, who knows what I'm saying. And um, he messages Lloyd and gets the message back. So we've gone straight to the source here. And Lloyd just goes, well, he leads. Because I was thinking, I'm saying, you know, well, you know, he's off. It's been over, over 700 days since he nicked a derby. He's a terrible derby winner. Blah, 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 blah. Um, he said, no, no, the, the words come in from Lloyd. Boy, he's a free-running horse and he'll lead. Jeez. I tell you what, if he gets a bit of a taste for it, gets up there on speed, pins his ears back, finds his zone, gets into that zen, rolling along, they're not – jeez, he takes a beating. When he, 50 to 1? Don't know. I mean, I don't know because he could just as well run last, right? We haven't seen him. He was a bad derby winner. But a bad derby winner is still a – it pains me to say this. It really hurts. But a bad derby winner is a good winter championship horse. And he is the highest rated horse to run in – the Winter Championships. Of course he is. Yeah. Well, he I won. thought that was a good fun fact. He won the Derby. What are you talking about? A bit better than Doubtful Jack. Mm, who good horse. Doubtful Jack was the highest rated winner of it and then came back two years later and was the highest rated horse to run in it. But Chattanooga also ran in it, rated 118. There you go. There you so go. they're the two best. He's about 122 Serpentine, I think. When he won the Derby, if I said to you, how many years later, you're going to take 50s in a winner championship? Yeah. I mean... I probably made a joke about it at the time. That's where he was headed, to be honest, because he, he, he was out of nowhere mm. to win a terrible derby. And I suppose if you had a quick look through the form and you saw English King in there getting beaten, you were not exactly quaking in your boots after English Kings looked like a twig hopper down here. <laughs> He's no good. No. He looked good prior to that derby. Yeah, oh, he, the, the bits and pieces were there. I think he's a really nice-looking horse. A lot of the Camelots are. Mm. And that does not get you any prize money. That doesn't pay you anything either, unless they're at stud. But interestingly with Serpentine as well, it's even when even as a failed derby winner thereafter, he runs fourth in a Grand Prix de Paris, fourth in an English champion stakes behind a Dave. Like his failing is still <laughs> that's yeah, there's failing and there's um He's running And I say this yeah. with the utmost reverence for horses like Sosie Bon, who I adore. You do. He doesn't run fourth in an English champion to a deep. <laughs> if he gets a head start, mate. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, he He'd keep him honest. He'd be biting him, hip and shouldering him. Hmm. A lot of these horses as well, I think actually when I heard that as well, I'm like, well, and I assume Uncle Lindsay would be listening in because mm. he wouldn't miss. Um, he'd be hearing serpentines rolling forward from out wide and it would just be music to his ears with Tuvalu, mm. who looks a good favourite because the other horses in the market against him like looks like Elvis. Get back. Frankie Pino. Get back. Yeah, there's a lot of get right back. So he's just going to take the trail mm, of yeah. a derby winner. I'd like to come up with something more clever than, hey, the favourite's hard to beat here. <laughs> Which you hate saying. Yeah, that is, while we're ranting and raving, hard hard to beat should be, you, you should not be allowed to say it. There should be a massive klaxon across all racing media and, okay, I'll allow it 33s and upwards. Then you can say, well, it could be hard to beat, you know. Yeah. It should be something. To say that a favourite's hard to beat, we can assume. They're all all favourites are hard to beat. <laughs> let's just agree as an entire racing media that the favourite is hard to beat and never say it again. <laughs> well, you'd never hear this favourite. But I'll tell you what, Tuvalu, to beat. Tuvalu gets in a flow there outside Serpentine and he will be hard to beat. <laughs> <laughs> we stick 
with final say, of course. Of course. For those that don't follow Adam on Twitter, he's been up and about every day about final day. And the Bizarro comes up in the Revet final, wrote to Arataki, Arataki. Shows how much I watch Melbourne racing. How what were you doing favorite? on that Sunday afternoon when the heavy heavy track was on Bendigo there and wrote to Arataki was going around and getting knocked off at odds on? Well, not watching. That's Went for on sure. the machine and on the pink button, getting these odds on. He's beaten on heavy going on a Sunday. You're wasting your life. I think she's a really strange favourite. Had to pick a favourite there that I thought I, she was the strangest by far because I um yeah I just have her nowhere near favourite in that race. I shouldn't say nowhere near. There's not huge depth to it, but my Yankee girl has to go heavy to better ground and mm. do it. But I catch her mm. if she does do it. I mean. Fantastic, right? Bella Rouge, got to duck up to Sydney and come back and do it again, but... Flying. Flying. And beating... I did a knock on that race because it was so slowly run and it was a bit messy, but she still beat, like, American Angel, and that's better than this, to be honest. Um, I thought that Brookline and wrote to Arataki form was below these and needed to come up a notch. And, yeah, I wouldn't have had her ahead of the top two. I wouldn't... Liberate a girl will want further, sooner rather than later. And I know she said they kept her six weeks between the, the first up run and here, and I suspect probably thinking that she's going to want, you know, Fresh is going to be her only chance at this trip. But she's potentially a lot better than Rota Arataki as well. So even if the knock on her is obvious, a bit of talent there. Um, yeah, even there's big odds that um, Ken Byer, thing of James Cummings. Do you know it at all? No. No. Well, it ran a screamer first up, big splits, beat Literary Magnate, which is real form, Mm. Um, and then Ordinary against a lot of these, and then Ordinary, particularly Ordinary last time. But still, there's a little glimmer there. There's a a knockout run there, which I still think is better than anything the favourite has done. See, I just didn't have her in the game at all. Maybe I'm wrong. Right in. Why you're wrong, Adam care of <laughs> but she's seen the bizarrest of the favorites to me she's favorite on blue sky is that what the markets I, yeah no i genuinely don't know i don't it's that's why it's it's bizarro to me i don't know someone's there must be something that i'm just completely missing i mean you don't watch replays was she unlucky last I've, no, I've never watched the race i don't know <laughs> could have been slaughtered yeah, right in please <laughs> yeah. tell me what i've missed what has adam missed with rotarataki yeah, i don't see it i mean i'm not looking at a daughter of rote and thinking, oh, you know, she's some blue blood that's about to put it all together, you know. Mm. She's already, as a daughter of rote, she's already overachieved, hasn't she? You'd think so. Mm. Yeah, no, I didn't see that at all. I, you can, I think it's sort of like almost four to one, the top two. Both of them, so you'd have to, yeah. So you could back both if you wanted. I think I do want. I think you will. Yeah. The can't let you go, obviously, without giving us your best bet finals day. Oh, Sprung that on you, yeah. Yeah, well, you know. No, You've been no, talking it up no, all week. You got to have this. something. I can do this. Oh. I've got a, I've got a classic uh, snippet as well. Ooh, yes, like, like you it. Know, when you got to say these things, oh, who do you like? And you've got to have a reason, right? Obviously. And you've got to have like a fun fact to back up. You know, oh, he's well. You know, you can't just tip a horse. You've got to have a nice little nugget, yeah. so everyone knows you're not just tipping this. I'm, I'm well informed. <laughs> <laughs> so Kieran Maher and David Eustace have won. The Banjo-Patterson final, the last two years, they've done them both a month between runs off winning the Flemington lead up a month out. 
and they've got Maserati Bay a month between runs off the Flemington lead-up a month ago. Winning. <laughs> History says. Has to. Has to. It has had it put on a platter for – I shouldn't say it, should I? People get angry about that. He has had it put on a platter for him a few times, this preparation, but he's been good enough to um, make the most of it and there's a chance they just serve it up for him again here. And if they do, he can keep spiralling. In fact, I'm not even saying spiralling. I think his three wins have all rated almost exactly the same. Can he go better? Maybe. He's with that stable. They're so scary. Yeah, I just refuse to put a ceiling on a rating ceiling on any of these. I must say for a long time, all the way up until about now, I've thought Maserati Bay is an honest toiler and no better than that. But he does he does a lot right and it just wouldn't you've, – you've always got that little bit of upside with the stable in your back pocket as well to go with the fact that if they serve it up to him again, he's good enough to knock him off again because this isn't going to take a whole lot more winning, if any. So he's a great chance on the bare facts of it. You've got a little bit of unknown with you. You've got the right stable, the right jockey, probably the right horse. And I think the right price, four to one, seems to undersell him a bit, I think. is a, I mean, it's a compressed handicap as well, so he's the only horse in the handicap. So you That's can, always nice. Yeah, they look at it like a negative. Oh, you know, he's got to, he's got to give them all four kilos. It's like, no, 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 they're only getting four kilos off him. Yeah. <laughs> depends, <laughs> depends which window you look at this through. He's got to give them four kilos because he's better than them. And they've got to come up and hit him now. And I reckon he's a better chance than four to one to keep the Ma Eustace ball rolling. Backing Ma Eustace stays, not a dumb idea. No. You mentioned the stable. They almost pulled it off with Snapdancer last weekend. It was the worst setup I've ever seen. 49 days out of a fast race on speed going up in trip to a trip that she's not proven at. And at the top of the straight, I'm like, they're just too good. Did you back her? No, I was against. Are we? I backed her. Did you? Yeah. yeah. The setup, just like... back the rating. Did you? Yeah. yeah. It was one of the two. You either... Because she was the best horse off that win. And if she could reproduce a 1400, I just hated the setup. And then I'm like, they're just too good. And hit it between the eyes late. But, geez, they almost did it. Yeah. They're rule breakers. They're oh. flouting society's conventions. They are. <laughs> all my rules that I've got nestled away and they're just running through walls and like breaking that. all of them. I like that. I mean, I, rules be damned. She got beat, but still, I wasn't comfortable. I feel like they won. Yeah, no, in the rule she, off. Um, yeah, she got collared. Yeah, yeah. There's only one man who could have done that better. Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> that rounds us off. We'll be back with the review show on Monday. We're both back on deck. Look forward to that. Good luck to everyone having a bet this weekend.